You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones.
What's happening, people? And once again, welcome back to the Juno Download Podcast, hosted by myself, Kovu. It is an absolute pleasure to be back inside the building for the first edition of the podcast this year. Um, I'm very excited to get into today's conversation. We're going to be talking to the uh, label head of a uh, project that I've been following very closely. You will have seen on the Juno Download website. We're supporting them very heavily. Love the uh, sounds that are coming out of this label. Dansu Discs, join us. And we have got man like Nick, who is uh, in charge of the project, joining us today. How are you doing, sir? You all good? I'm very well, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm excellent, sir. I'm excellent. I'm very happy to be uh, getting into this conversation. I'm looking forward to kind of finding out a lot more about the label and finding out, um, obviously, the sort of roots and uh, a bit more, obviously, about yourself and how the inspiration kind of came around. So we'll start kind of right at the beginning. Um, What was for you that sort of original spark, I suppose, that made you go, you know what, I want to start this project? I think, obviously, do you know what? It is... It's a tough one because at the start of uni, I think, you know, was playing out, but wasn't playing out, you know, wasn't DJing out too much. Um, but I think this is all when, um, you know, when, when Dance Who started out, it was in the peak of the lo-fi era. You know, the first few releases were lo-fi releases. Um, and that it was music that wasn't getting signed too often to labels. Um, there was so much and, and it, it became a community. I remember one, you know, group strictly lo-fi. And I always go back to that group because I, you know, I was a member of it before Dansu Dis and you know, people just shared the music on it. So I think it was really wanting to create a project or a label or, or a brand essentially that, you know, gave somewhere gave artists a, a platform to obviously push their music. Um, and I felt, you know, we, at, at the time there, there wasn't, or, or I say there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't, maybe there wasn't, a, you know, as many, um, as many as there are now, but it was, you know, at the end of the day, it's wanting to give artists that, that platform. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I mean, for, for yourself then, was there, um, with, with the projects that you were kind of doing at the time, were you working on anything else label wise or was this the sort of first jump into the water for yourself? first jump in the water I was was like a lost puppy when it started like (laughs) and I think you know what it it was when it got bigger that I I started to be like oh okay like what you know because at the end of the day it it was started as a as a kid at uni who you know sort of had no previous background in events had no previous background in in really doing much but you know it, it was a I think this is what I'd say to anybody, no, no matter whether it's music or whatever you get involved in, if you're passionate about it, then, you know, it, it'll work. Um, so I think, you know, there, there was no previous involvement, but uh, again, at the time, there was no there was no risk. So it's not like, you know, I think a lot of time people get into things and I think if there's that, you know, you jump into things you haven't got experience in, and, you know, if there's a risk, I can understand it. But at the end of the day, there was no risk because all the intentions were to just push music. So, um, so yeah. That makes a lot of sense, man. And I think, obviously, in those early days as well, um, you kind of, you end up um, kind of thinking on the feet a lot of the time. You end up kind of finding out things you never even expected to find out. Um, do you remember any of the kind of big moments quite early on, like big sort of either releases or like yeah. moments of interaction that kind of made you go, you know what, we're actually onto something here? Yeah, that one always comes to mind and it was scream um so we released a digi digi comp um and i i actually had an email i remember i was working in a pub at the time and i'd get i'd get in so much trouble because i'd always be in the back on my phone checking who'd bought the music and i um it's gotta be done though it's gotta be done yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i had an email from um that you know Bandcamp sends you emails of when you get a purchase and everything and it was like scream bought you know bought this and i was like nah 
<laughs> I, you know, and, and I remember, you know, in pay, um, you know, he sort of, you know, we didn't send that. We, you know, it wasn't promo. He, he, you know, he went away. He found it. He bought the music, and and I think that was, you know, that's the one that I always go back to because I, I remember the next day there hadn't even been a conversation. I remember going on on Twitter the next day and he tweeted, you know, the new Dansu disc releases I must buy. And, you know, I think that's when, you know, that first bit of big, you know, I used to sell tickets in Leeds to go to Mint Club and Mint Warehouse, you know, to see the likes of Scream. So to have him sort of buying your label's releases is, you know, it was a pretty special moment. 100% man 100% I think that that's sort of um, there's almost like a gratification factor in it to, as well to kind of go you know what this we're clearly doing something right because the, the people who we aspire to are, are sort of co- yeah, co-signing to an one, extent 100% 100% and, and even now like you know five, the label's five years old now and he, you know there's, there's always you know these milestones that you hit and you you know that kind of make you mega proud and obviously sort of you know mega thankful to the artists that you work with because without their music you know at the you know at the end of the day it all comes down yes sort of you know the A&R process is, is myself but you know the actual content is the artist that you know I'm lucky enough to you know have on the label. 100% and I think this is a this is the one thing that I've always found really interesting about Dansu when you're kind of looking through the the kind of discography and obviously the artist roster mm. with the people that have been involved um when you first kind of started again I want to try and keep this first section very much about the sort of early days because I know there are a lot of people that listen into this podcast who are either thinking about starting labels or who are sort of in that early stage still um when you were kind of first putting the roster together was there any sort of initial idea of people you wanted to approach for releases or was it very much uh, you know what we're going to start it and see what happens start yeah start it and see what happens and you know what even five years on I've still got exactly that approach you know if you know, Dance Who Dis isn't a one genre label and it never will be. And and I think, yes, you know, Brooklyn Jams has become a thing, which is a sub-label to Dance Who Dis because it is so polar opposite. Um, but Dance Who Dis is a, you know, it's a dance music label. And I've always sort of used this term and, you know, as cliche as it sounds, I, I want sort of it to, you know, to bring a community together because I think it's getting so much better but i know especially when it first started one of my biggest frustrations in the music industry was sort of you know the maybe not a divide but the you know maybe the sort of you know oh that's one genre i won't listen to that or that you know this is another genre it's not my sort of like just listen to the music and if the music's good enjoy it um and and that's why i i love <laughs> You know, people say to me, it throws me off at times because you never know what's going to come next. Like, you know, we had one which is recently, which is a Mark II release. And, you know, the next one can be a completely different. And and that's why, I, you know, that's why I love doing it. That's why I want to do it. Um, so, no, when, when it set out, there was never, you know, it's, you know, let, let's release some music and, and see where it goes. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I mean, I did want to briefly kind of touch on that Mark II release because, um, on a on a personal level, he's someone I really enjoy listening to. Such a um, kind of textured producer. Everything you hear from him seems to just be so kind of out there and just and, and vibrant to kind of take in. Um, just kind of looking through that, how did that link up first come together? How did so Emerald did? I ha- honestly, I'd say a massive, massive thank you to Emerald on this one because, you know, she play she did a dance to this mix and she played one of his tunes and you can learn a lot from Emerald because she does a lot to support other artists music track list for every show you know everything she and I have to say she always anything I ever send her always back you know thanks so much and you know it's something that 
is always appreciated. It's an absolute diamond there. But um, she did a um, did a mix with Dansu, did a track list, and I thought that is a great, you know, it's a banger. So reached out to um, Anthony Mark II and said, you know, look, I'd, I'd really like to have you on the Club Culture EP, which is obviously a four-track VA record. Um, and he um, started sending me music, sent me two, three tunes and just started to confuse me. I was like, these are all too good. I can't pick one. <laughs> then which sent is, me which, three is, which more. is both the, the best and worst situation yeah, being as a label. Like. <laughs> exactly. And do you know what? He, he then sent me um, he then sent me three more. And, I, and you were thinking about doing a four track EP. And I said, right, you know, I, I can't. I want to take all of these now. So, um, yeah, so the, I guess the, the long story short of it is we, we actually sent that record, well, no, I haven't actually said this and it's not common knowledge, but we actually originally sent that one off for pressing. Okay, wow. Um, and, and this is when the pressing delays were getting at their worst, yes. which obviously they're still at. Um, and it, it, it was just one of those where there was a bit of an impatient, impatience behind it because, you know, I had a chat and, and I was, you know, I was at the forefront of saying, it, you know, I would quite like to get this one out and then and then do a record as well. Um, and, and, I, and do you know what? Still, and I, I'll say this, still to, in five, I don't really regret many things on doing the label. Like there's demos that have been sent that, you know, that have gone on other labels and, and taken off. Like the, the music is really, really done well. And I still don't regret not taking those tracks because obviously I, I trust my instinct. Um, but one of the biggest regrets, and in terms of choices on dance discs and so in terms of releases is not releasing that on wax um and i'm not a fan of releasing a digi and then bringing out the wax so you know the time's kind of passed now to do it to, yeah to exactly there's, there's you know there has to be a record to come really because he's a he's a great guy and you know someone i do really really enjoy speaking to and, and working with 100% man full of enthusiasm each and every time it's always good to see new music from every him time. as well um, I'm so cut... thankful but that's another thing I have to say he's so thankful of everything yeah um, you know which it, it never goes unnoticed 100% man 100% a massive shout out to um, Mark 2 as well I want to kind of talk very briefly then about this um, the, the EP which dropped um, a couple of weeks ago um, the sort of first drop for the year from yourself obviously this Harrison BDP and um, um, Ed Hodge drop um, really really cool sounds on this one I really enjoyed listening for it from a, a kind of reviewer's perspective we're going to jump into a couple of the tunes off it next um, have a little break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes time um, I want to kind of quickly ask though the kind of um, the inspiration behind this obviously bringing these two together um, and we're going to be playing Seeing Spiders and Hot Point. So do you want to talk me through um, how the EP kind of came together in the tunes themselves? Yeah, so I, I mean, I've, I've known Harrison for, for a few years now. And I guess on the, you know, sort of touching on the Harrison front first, you know, he's someone who has became a really close mate of mine. You know, we, um, when I was living down in London, we, you know, he'd come to London, we'd spend sort of weekends together and same, same now I'm in back in Manchester. So, you know, getting Harrison on the label has been a plan for a very long time. But again, with Harrison being Harrison BDP and what he's achieved, he's you know, it's not like it can happen whenever because he's got a schedule. Um, so, you know, let, let's say that there's a lot more from him coming on the label this year in terms of full release and um, and remixes. But, um, you know, th this is just sort of a, a bit of a, uh, you know, first step for, for Harrison on Dansu and, and those two tunes just sort of fitted this one really well. Um, in, in terms of Ed, Ed was again someone you know sort of one of the things I still get the most enjoyment out of is 
artists who haven't really had many releases before and it's you know it's a bit more digging it's a bit more digging into demos and digging into sort of your soundcloud and and sort of seeing who is sort of you know really coming up through the ranks and ed's a great guy as well like proper proper sound guy and and i think sort of again he's got more to come and and you know it definitely won't just be dance who just because i'm sure there's a lot of you know bigger bigger labels than, than dance who just that'll be hitting him him up and again he's another person who deserves it 100 percent, man 100 percent. again this was um from a listener's perspective this is an ep that really caught me as i remember messaging you um a couple of as soon as the ep landed in my inbox going this one's outrageous like this is it's so good to kind of listen through um we're going to treat you to obviously a quick listen to this now and we're going to be back the other side here on the juno download podcast we're going to be talking a bit more about the future kind of what's on the way for the label and uh what we can expect and of course today's very special guest mix so keep it locked and don't go anywhere people this is the juno download podcast with myself kovu uh joined by nick and dan two discs the freshest music and content the Juno Download Show
you the freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast. Download podcast hosted by Kovu. 
Welcome back then, people, to the Juno Download Podcast. We're back inside the building. It's been a wicked start to the show so far. Massive shouts out to Nick from Dancy Disc for joining us. And, of course, um, obviously the roster of Dancy Disc for making the label as, uh, as good as it has been. Kind of um, looking to, like, the now then and things that are going on now. How often do you kind of look back over the release? Because I know it's something I've done, obviously working with labels, kind of look back over the discography every now and then and go, wow, that, 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 that's gone very, very quickly. Like, do you ever have those moments? Yeah, and I think de- definitely like one hundred percent, and especially now it's hit sort of five years. You know, that's when you look at it, it's you know it's a bit of a milestone. Like wow, five years it's been going, and and sort of I look back at you know dance this. I started when I was at uni in Leeds. I've you know then moved to London, to, you know for for work and to to also push the label, um, and, and now back living where I'm from in Manchester, and it's like you know. Five, like a lot's happened in five years. I've graduated, started work, moved back, you know, and, and like a lot has happened over that period of time. And, you know, when you look over back at the releases, sort of, you know, it's like, you know, where's it gone? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like I said, it's, you know, every minute of it has been enjoyable and, and you know, and I'm sure it will continue to be. No, 100%, man, 100%. Again, I've, I've said it a couple of times, obviously, from a kind of fan's perspective, um, looking through the label and looking through the discography. It's always um, it's always an impressive thing to new, see a new Dancy disc release because every single time, it's never cookie-cutter. There's never, like, um, there's, ne- there's never like um, a repeating factor. Every single time, as you mentioned earlier, it's a very multi-genre label. You touch on a lot of different areas. Um, a question I wanted to ask, and I know there's going to be a lot of um, other people that want to know this as well, is, when you're coming to kind of choose the releases, do you um, have your ear out for a certain thing or is it just a very natural process of what you get sent? If it bangs, it goes out. Yeah, natural process. I think in terms of, you know, the, the music that I sign isn't always, you know, I'd say in all honesty, and I think anybody who's who runs a label is maybe lying if they say otherwise, but, um, you know, the music you sign, I don't think, you know, it's probably 20% demos and 80% people you're hitting up because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you've got a brand, you've got a vision and, and, you know, if, if every time it came to you, no matter, you know, you'd be a very lucky person. Um, so I think, you know, there, there is, there's a direction in terms of where I want to go, but never a direction on the sound, never, because, you know, on, and, and I think this is why, again you know something that hopefully you know i'd like to think makes dance this quite unique is is just that sort of you know that that variety within the label and i think that is just something that does come natural to me when doing the a and r process because you know i i'm into there's such a wide array of music that i'm into and, and i don't think i'm even able to express it just within dance this and also now brooklyn jams you know it's sort of and and that's what i want to sort of you know portray but you know show within the label is the fact that you know that there's there is no limits in terms of the music that's released and and look some people will like that and i also know some people won't like that you know there's genres of music who you know and there there are some artists and i'm you know be i'd be foolish to say otherwise that there's some artists that won't want to release on dansu for that and that's cool with me that's cool because you know this is what i want to do and i understand that there are some labels out there that are solely garage labels and you know they only want to be on the garage labels and same with sort of the tech house stuff they only want to be on tech house labels like that that's cool but um but yeah no so this is the vision with it and, and it will continue to to be that 
100%. And again, it's something that I, uh, on a personal level, it's something I really appreciate. I love that kind of concept of um, almost making it like a buffet of, of different sounds and yeah, styles yeah. and kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and that, that's something that's so enjoyable, especially if you're kind of on a long play, listen through or like a... Or, or just exploring, you know? Sometimes people do go on these like sort of musical explorations and they'll find themselves going from there to there to there to there. It's something that I always find really enjoyable um, from a listener's perspective. And kind of talking on from that, we've spoken a bit about this sort of theme of constantly changing things up and changing the direction of the sound um, being something you're going to stick to in the future. I do want to kind of ask um, about the future and things obviously that are on the way for the label. This is always the exciting bit. This is where we find out stuff. Um, and I'm always yeah. keen to kind of ask, like, what's your vision then for 2022? I always forget what year it is. Uh, 2022 um, and how the year is going to progress. Um, the vision for 2022 is, you know, again, cliche, but it's just to become bigger and, and better. But I th you know what, in terms of bigger, I don't mean more releases. I don't, I really don't mean that, you know, I've, Dance Suggest has got an amazing distribution team in terms of unearthed sounds. Like, in my opinion, there is no better, um, you know, massive, massive shout out to uh, Matt, John, Max and everyone there. Um, but, you know, one thing that uh, a conversation I've been having with them is that, you know, again, we, the dance with this releases, the artists that the music, is, you know, the, the music that I sign it is, is top tier. Um, but there can also be, no matter how good music is, there can be too much of it. Um, and I think maybe I've fallen into that trap before of sort of wanting to crowd releases all together and maybe not giving certain releases enough breathing space. And if anything, maybe a bit selfishly not giving the artist enough time. So I'm not, you know, I work full time. I'm not able to give the artist the the full promotion that I, I maybe did three years ago. Um, no, so, you know, I say is to I say the vision is to become bigger and better, but I mean bigger and better in terms of what I can give to each release. Um, so, you know, and again, there are labels out there that are releasing, you know, multiple records a month and they are doing it very, very well in respect to them. But again, you know, it's me being true to Dansu Dis, why I, why I run Dansu Dis and, and sort of keeping at that. Um, so yeah, bigger, better, but but also more structured. That makes a lot of sense, man. I'm looking forward to seeing things progress, and I'm sure um, there's going to be a lot of people who are locked into this um, uh, conversation who are in a similar position, man. It's been really, really good to chat to you today, and obviously we've got one more treat to throw at people, um, which I'm really, really excited for. Someone who, if you uh, ever go perusing the Juno Download website, I'm sure you're going to see um, him, his name pop up a fair bit. Uh, we're going to be getting into a very special guest mix from Yosh. Now, um, this is obviously a name who, as I've said, has been absolutely doing bits for the last sort of year or so in particular how did your relationship with Josh first up kind of appear from a label perspective <laughs> um so mark mark uh, Josh he he messaged me on Instagram one day and I completely misread the message <laughs> I thought he was asking me for promos so I was like yeah mate of course send me your email <laughs> and uh, he's like no no I I, I, I want to give you promos I was like, oh, wicked, yeah, send them over. <laughs> and honestly, it was like, I remember it and, and he, we got chatting and, you know, I was playing at Next Door Records after we, you know, we first got, got speaking um, and he, he popped down and he, you know, it was quite nice. There were quite a few people who've released on the label there. And honestly, you know, that was sort of 18 months ago, maybe longer. And, it, you, you know, there's a lot of people who have, you know, I've got the pleasure of making some really good friends through this label, you know, sort of, and people that, you know, wherever around the world, it's weird because even the overseas one who I haven't had the opportunity to meet, I'll speak to a lot because, you know, at the end of the day, it, you know, like I said, it, it does bring people together. Um, 
But yeah, no, Mark is, you know, it's a quite a funny story in terms of how the connection first started. But, you know, we we speak on a weekly basis, even if it's just a quick call and saying, hey, mate, how are you doing? Um, and, and, you know, it, that, that will continue. Um, so, you know, Josh, lucky enough to have on on the label quite a, you know, quite a few times now, definitely more to come. But then also just a massive congrats to him in terms of sort of, you know, what he's achieved over the last, you know, you know, Mark Mark tells me stories about Ibiza from sort of, you know, many, you know, many years, I say many years, he's not, you know, but like sort of 15 years ago. Um, and, you know, he's been in, in music for a long time, but he's released on big labels over the last two years, you know, Shall Not Fade, Holding Hands, Dr. Banana and, and, you know, sort of to have that on your on your music CV, you know, it says a lot. So um, big up, Mark. 100%, man, 100%. I'm absolutely buzzing to jump into this guest mix as well. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes more than anything else. And I think um, this is going to be the perfect place to start rounding things off. So, dude, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and join us. I want to find out very quickly as well, for those who aren't already following, um, where people can sort of find you on socials and sort of websites and things like that. Um, so, dance through this Instagram. Uh, Dan Suda, SoundCloud, Facebook, not Twitter. Unfortunately, I am a anti-Twitter. Um, <laughs> and then you you can find myself uh, on Instagram, Nick underscore Dan Sue. No, Dan Sue is not my surname. <laughs> <laughs> but on, I've been put on contracts as Nick Dan Sue many times. But but yeah, no. Uh, make sure you you know you hit us up. And and like I said, if if anybody ever has any sort of questions on you know advice they want to start their own thing you know my, my dms are always open awesome stuff dude awesome thank you again for taking the time out of your day to join us it's been uh, great to chat and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon thank you mate thank you each and every time keep it locked people this is the juno download podcast and right about now we're about to jump into an exclusive guest mix from man like yosh don't go anywhere you're tuned in to the juno download podcast
Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovi.
Music and content. The Juno Download Show. Download Show.